Most Christians are familiar with the imagery and implications of the Heavenly Father, God, getting a bride for His Son, the Lord Jesus. But what of the Holy Spirit? The Bible tells us that God is a spirit, and no man has seen God at any time. And yet, the Holy Spirit is symbolized throughout Scripture in many ways. In this study, Seeing the Spirit in the Scriptures, we will discover pictures of the invisible God. Let's join Evangelist Scott Pauley now and get better acquainted with the person and work of the Holy Spirit. In ancient civilization, oil was absolutely essential to everyday life, to uh, just ordinary function and operation. For example, oil was used for food and preparation of most foods. Uh, it was what supplied light because the oil fed the lamps and uh, allowed rooms to be illuminated. Uh, it was used in many, many different ways. But one of the primary uses for oil in ancient civilization was for anointing. Uh, I wish I had time to take you through the Scripture and show you all of the anointings. They would use oil to anoint uh, the sick, uh, to anoint lepers. They would use oil uh, to anoint uh, a new king. They used oil to anoint a priest or to anoint a prophet. Now, this is very important because we're, we're thinking today of the work of the Holy Spirit. We're thinking today of spiritual realities. And I want to show you that one of the beautiful symbols of the Holy Spirit in Scripture is oil. The Holy Spirit is God's holy oil. Uh, giving light, yes. A feeding, nourishing, absolutely. But anointing. Remember I said that the oil anointed prophet, priest, and king? Well, I want you to know the Lord Jesus Christ came. He is the ultimate. Uh, he is the prophet. He is the priest, the high priest, and he is the king of kings and the Lord of lords, and he was full of the Holy Spirit. Now, we know it was used to anoint the sick, to anoint the lepers. Well, let me tell you what all of us are. We're all just a bunch of sick people, sin sick, and only the, the work of the Holy Spirit can bring real healing to our hearts. Now, uh, this picture of oil being poured out is seen in both the Old Testament and the New Testament. So let me show you that. In the Old Testament, Joel chapter 2, here was one of the primary prophecies about the Holy Spirit. Uh, Joel 2, 28, And it shall come to pass afterward that I will pour out my Spirit upon all flesh. And your sons and your daughters shall prophesy, your old men shall dream dreams, your young men shall see visions, and also upon the servants and upon the handmaids in those days will I pour out my spirit. Do you hear the operative phrase, pour out, pour out? This is a very important understanding of the work of the Holy Spirit in the New Testament because the Holy Spirit didn't begin in the New Testament. We've seen that already. In fact, you can read and study all these great uh, men and women mightily used of God in the Old Testament. Many of them were filled with the Holy Spirit. What's the difference? The Holy Spirit was given to individuals, but not to all individuals who believed. The Holy Spirit was given for a time, but not permanently. The Holy Spirit was given for a task, but not for everything. When you come to the New Testament, every believer receives the Holy Spirit. Uh, we have him not for a moment, we have him forever. And we have him not just for some tasks, but for all tasks. You see, 
This is the principle of something being poured out. In other words, emptied upon us. Uh, we are filled with something that has been just exhausted on us. Uh, may I say, uh, you never exhaust the Holy Spirit. There's no end to him. Uh, but the Holy Spirit of God has been poured out. In fact, if you compare Joel 2 and Acts 2, you'll see that this very passage was used on the day of Pentecost uh, by the preacher uh, as the text because the day of Pentecost was the fulfillment of this prophecy. Somebody said, well, when was the Holy Spirit poured out? We need the Holy Spirit poured out. Friend, the Holy Spirit has already been poured out. He was poured out on the day of Pentecost, and from that day forward, all who come by simple faith to the Lord Jesus Christ and are brought into the family of God receive the outpouring of the Holy Spirit of God. Now, with that in mind, let me show the New Testament text that I think is a beautiful parallel to this. It's found near the end of the New Testament in the book of 1 John. 1 John chapter 2, there are two verses. The Bible says in verse 20, But ye have an unction from the Holy One, and ye know all things. And then in verse 27, But the anointing, which ye have received of him, abideth in you, and ye need not that any man teach you, but as the same anointing teacheth you of all things, and is truth, and is no lie, and even as it hath taught you, ye shall abide in him. The word in verse 20 is the word unction. The word in verse 27 is the word anointing, but it is the same word. It is a reference to the anointing work of the Holy Spirit of God in our lives. Uh, we, we have the oil, friend. You have all of the, the Holy Spirit that you need. He lives inside of you. Are you hungry? Oh, the Holy Spirit will bring food to your soul. Uh, are you sitting in darkness? The Holy Spirit is the only one who can bring the light and illuminate the Word of God and the path for you. And do you need enabling? Well, the Bible says you have the anointing. Uh, sometimes I hear people talk about wanting God's anointing upon their life. Don't miss this. You have him because it's not a thing. It's a person. It's present tense. You have the unction from the Holy One. Uh, you, you have received the anointing. Why don't you just stop right now and just acknowledge the person of the Holy Spirit in your life? Uh, say to God, God, thank you for giving me the Holy Spirit. Thank you that the Holy Ghost, who I have often neglected and ignored, lives inside of me. And notice what that anointing and unction is for. It's not so you can simply do better. The Bible says it is so you can know what God wants you to know. Verse 20, the unction helps you to know all things. Verse 27, uh, the anointing that you've received teaches you all things, guides you into truth. This is the work of the Holy Spirit. That's what Jesus said. He said, when the Holy Spirit has come, he will guide you into all truth. So the anointing is not just to feel better, to get a warm, fuzzy feeling, to have some euphoric experience. No, the anointing is rooted in truth in the understanding of what God wants us to know, the revealed will of God. And so the Holy Spirit, who is the Spirit of truth, has been poured out into your life. And friend, if you're a Christian, if you really are a believer, a follower of the Lord Jesus, I tell you on the authority of the Word of God today, you have the anointing. You have the unction. It's not just the, the pastor that has that. No, all of God's people, every believer has received the person of the Holy Spirit and has access to the work of the Holy Spirit of God. So would you pray today that God would help you by the Spirit to understand more of his truth? 
Let's get real practical for just a moment because this is not just theory. This is life. This is the Christian life. This is the abundant, victorious, powerful life. Would you just pray today that the Holy Spirit will help you understand more of God's Word? Would you open your Bible today and say to the Holy Spirit as you open the Bible, Now, Holy Spirit, I know you're with me, and I'm just going to trust, I'm going to take you at your word, that you're going to help me understand this. I may not understand it all. I may not understand it all immediately. But I want to go a little deeper with God, and I want to go a little further in my understanding. And I'm trusting you, your unction, your anointing for that purpose. Here's what I've discovered. When you let the Holy Spirit do that work in you through the Word of God, He will automatically enable you for every other work you need. Do you feel like you need some unction to function today? Do you feel like you need an anointing for some activity or assignment you've been given? The first thing you need is to exercise the privilege that you have to talk to the Holy Spirit and let the Holy Spirit speak to you through the Word of God. And as that happens, He will fill your life with everything you need for every other thing that is necessary in your life. Praise God today for God's holy anointing oil, the person of the Holy Spirit. May the power of God's Holy Spirit reside on us as we follow the Lord with our lives. For additional resources about the Holy Spirit, visit enjoyingthejourney.org and click on the search icon. On just the subject of the Holy Spirit, you will find dozens of links to podcasts or sermons in which Scott teaches on the Holy Spirit. Also, if you would like to hear more of Scott's Bible studies and full-length sermons, be sure to visit his YouTube channel, Dr. Scott Pauley. We want to thank you for joining us today, and we hope you'll join us next time on Enjoying the Journey.